If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the most downloaded fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. In today's episode, we answered listeners' questions. But this was after an intro portion. Today was 55 minutes long. That's where we talk about fitness, scientific studies, family life, current events, and much more. Check the show notes for timestamps. You can fast forward to your favorite parts. Also, if you want to ask us a question that we can answer on the show, go to Instagram, at Mind Pump Media. Post it there on Sundays. That's where we pick from. Now, this episode is brought to you by some sponsors. The first one is Joy Mode. They make products to improve blood flow and performance in the bedroom. And this stuff actually works. It's backed by data and science. Go check them out. Go to usejoymode.com forward slash mind pump. Enter the code mind pump, get 20% off. This episode is also brought to you by NASM. This is the premier national certification for personal trainers and coaches. And you can get $100 off selected certified personal trainer programs if you go through our link. Go to mpnasm.com and then use the code MPM100 for that discount. Also, we got a sale this month on workout programs, MAPS Performance. Train like an athlete, perform like an athlete, look like an athlete. Great program. That one is half off. We also have a bundle called the Extreme Fitness Bundle, which includes MAPS HIT, so it's high-intensity interval training. MAPS Performance, MAPS Prime, and our Intuitive Nutrition Guide. That's also 50% off. If you're interested, go to mapsfitnessproducts.com and then use the code FEB50, F-E-B-5-0, for the discount. All right, back to the show. All right, those of you struggling to lose weight, those of you who've dieted over and over again and can't figure out how to lose weight, sometimes all you have to do is the following. Bump your calories. That's right. A lot of people get leaner when they eat more. Watch the rest to learn what else you got to do. Oh, I love so you're you, going to defy physics. I love when you do tips I hope like they this. Clip you're going that viral on TikTok. On TikTok. Oh, I know. <laughs> that stupid, that one dorky ass trainer. One, there's always, there's, there's tons of them. They're the all over. The data shows cook calories. They're all okay. over. All right, man. here's how it works. Here's how it works. Bumping your calories, eating adequate protein, and building muscle. You got to build muscle. Strength train. That's a recipe for fat loss for a couple of reasons. One, if you gain muscle and you don't gain any body fat, your body fat percentage goes down. Two, the process of building muscle, the signal that you send, the way you feed your body in order to do that speeds up your metabolism. And so when we get people who are like cutting calories and like, oh my God, I'm at 1,200 calories, I'm at 1,300 calories and I got 20 pounds to go and it's just not coming off. A good coach knows what to do. We're going to reverse diet. We're going to bump your calories. Let's get stronger. And then the fat loss starts to happen. The reason why this doesn't work for so many people is they increase calories. They don't hit protein intake and they have a poor exercise program or none at all. Yeah, so they just get fatter. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, and so that's why that sounds so crazy that, wait a second, you're telling me to eat more calories and I could lose weight or lose body fat. That makes no sense to me. How's that possible? You're defying the law of thermodynamics. No, that's not what's happening right now. If I eat in a caloric surplus, feeding myself adequate protein, sending a signal to the body to build muscle, those additional calories will get partitioned over to building muscle. And more muscle in your body equates to a faster metabolism. But those things are necessary to happen. You can't just increase calories 
and think you're going to speed your metabolism up. You can't just lift weights and think your body's going to build muscle. You can't just add extra protein and think you're going to build. You have to do all of it. All of those things. Mm -hmm. But again, it's this. Like this one, this one always blows people's minds. If you're watching right now and you, and I magically could add 10 pounds of muscle to your frame, okay? First off, most of you wouldn't look that much bigger, right? 10 pounds just spread out over your whole body. What you, what's going to happen is you're going to feel more tight. You're going to feel more sculpted. You're going to have better shape. But if you gain 10 pounds of muscle and no additional pounds of body fat, you are leaner. You have a lower Overall body fat percentage. percentage goes down. Look, 20 pounds of body fat on a 200-pound man is 10% body fat. 20 pounds of body fat on a 100-pound man is 20% body fat. That's just an extreme example. But as your lean body mass goes up and body fat stays the same, you become leaner over time. So that also happens. And then, of course, the faster metabolism. Now, this is not defying the law of thermodynamics because the law of thermodynamics says that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So in order to lose weight, you do have to take in less lose body fat. You do have to take in less calories than you're burning. But that formula, the side of that formula that people tend to ignore, forget, or not understand is that burn more calories. In fact, they misunderstand and they think moving more is the way to do that. Let me just move as much as possible to burn more calories. The problem with that is the body adapts very quickly to calories burned from movement. Mm -hmm. But to speed up the metabolism, build muscle. Building muscle does it. And again, there was a study that was done on diabetics that showed that strength training outperformed strength training plus cardio and cardio alone. It crushed cardio alone. It did a little bit better than cardio plus strength training in terms of fat loss. Mm -hmm. Just pure fat loss, lift weights, feed yourself adequately. And I love this because when, when we get clients that are like this and we convince them to try it, because there's a process of convincing, right? This is where the, the communication skills of a good coach come into play because the average person is like, what are you talking about? Eat more? This doesn't make any sense. But once we explain this and then they follow and they trust the process, month two, month three, month four, all of a sudden they're like, I wouldn't have, I didn't believe you, but this is crazy. I'm eating more. This is where wisdom comes into play yeah. versus just knowledge, you know. And this is where I always can find out right away like what level that trainer or coach is like in their career. Because a lot of times, like you do think that it's just a matter of like getting them to move more and cutting their calories. Um, and you know, like there's just so much more to that conversation you learn later on as you mature in your trinker. We've all seen this play out exactly how you described. Dude, I had, I just yesterday had this conversation with my aunt. She's a dietitian registered. Now she works with, um, people in kidney disease. She's been doing it for a long time. She's very smart at what she does and she's not overweight. She's not overweight at all. She's at a, in the range of weight that she's supposed to be. But she sends me a message. This has now been going on for the last four months, her and I have been going back and forth. And, you know, you guys know how I'm hard-headed, right? Would you guys agree? I'm hard-headed. Okay. <laughs> there's a genetic component there for sure. Because yeah. my aunt, she contacts me and she's like, what the hell? She's like, my blood sugar numbers aren't looking good. I'm pre-diabetic. She just doesn't make any sense. I walk all the time. I'm doing cardio. I don't eat very much. My body weight's not high. She's like, it must be our genetics or something like that. And I said, I said, Zia. Yeah. I said, please lift weights. I mm -hmm. said, you need to lift weights. And so I explained the whole thing to her. Do you think she lifted weights? No. Yeah. Then she comes back to me. Oh, I'm doing this strength-based yoga class. Zia, it's not the same thing. You need to lift weights. Trust me. And then I'm like, do you, do you know that I have a book published on this? You know, exact thing. And I sent her that. <laughs> Still nothing. 
Finally, 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 I convinced her. She hired a trainer, started doing strength training. The text I got, I should read to you guys the text because you'll laugh your ass off based off of, you know, what she said. It was so, it's <laughs> so frustrating half the time. What, who, she goes, she goes, uh, what did she say to me? She goes, you won't believe this. She goes, uh, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I did strength training twice a week and, uh, for the first time ever, my belly's starting to get leaner, you, for, but she starts it with, you won't believe it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll believe it. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Do you think Just that lift. has, what did you, what yesterday you said, I actually did not even know what's the name of somebody who, uh, is, uh, studies the kidneys. What is nephrologist? Uh, how, nephrologist? Nephrologist. N e p a. Is that her? Uh -huh. Is she a nephrologist? Then? No, she's a dietitian. For that works with specifically with uh, people who are in kidney disease. So when you have kidney disease, there's special dietary considerations. Not only that, because my uncle's going through yeah. this. Is why I bring it up. And the advice they're giving him is to not work out. Right. And so you think that's why that comes from from her? She no. probably hears. Oh, you don't think no, because she doesn't have kidney disease. She understands it very well. So when you first start having uh, issues with your kidneys, they'll tell you to increase your protein at first because you're not you're not able to utilize the protein as well. Then they start to tell you to cut your protein because you're not able to filter. Yeah. Then it's like when it gets real bad, state you know I think it's like stage three kidney disease. Yeah, he's at stage three right now. Yeah, they get afraid. They're afraid to cause any kind of muscle damage because muscle damage elevates uh, CK levels. So it requires the filtration, the right? Fil uh, yeah. So you know when people get into uh, rhabdo, rhabdomyolysis, when yeah. they're damaged, yeah. and they go to the hospital because they like, feel like crap. It's like an, an example of that, so right? It's basically oh, they'll 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 waste. that's that's what they're monitoring. Mm -hmm. They're monitoring your kidney function, and can your kidneys filter this out? And then people typically will recover. And they come out and then they're okay. So such a hard thing, right, for me to advise. Like it's like that's yeah. such a bummer because because he's diabetic, right? He's dia he's he's diabetic, and then he's also got he's he's also got stage three. He can three. lift weights. He can. Just I know, but what sucks is that I would want to train him, yes. right? Because like yeah. you never know. You he goes hire some, that. some yeah. trainer doesn't know what they're doing, just and too they, much, and they train bad. him really yeah. hard. It's like you know he's seventy something years old. You have to understand that he's already deconditioned. He, he needs to do like bare minimum, like stuff. practicing movements. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stuff. Like and, and do like ten minutes a day. Yeah, to start and with. slowly build. I've trained people like that, yeah. and I've worked close closely with their nephrologists, and that's exactly what they would do. Is they would come in, and we would do super mild exercises, and I would slowly ramp them up over time. And then you do see an improvement. And that's the, that was the issue is the blood sugar, right? Yeah. And oftentimes diabetes and high blood pressure, right now, those are connected to, to kidney issues. So, Hey, and speaking mm -hmm. of increasing calories, I got a funny thing to tell you guys yesterday. So yesterday, uh, the peanut butter and jelly conversation went live and it's like, was a viral <laughs> sensation. It's caused all kinds of controversy in homes. I've been getting text messages. What did somebody say that family you, that you, oh, you oh, close the fridge? Oh, dude, no, that's the, I'll, you okay. close the refrigerator. That's not what I was going to share first. I'll share that because <laughs> this person deserves, this person does every once in a while, somebody on Instagram throws a jab at me that is like fucking really good and like gets me to like belly laugh. I, t I don't, did you see that I put, I pinned it on the thing because yeah. it was so good. Right. And obviously if those of you that don't know the the jelly peanut butter argument, go watch my Instagram. I posted basically on there. you said, put the jelly on first. Yes. You could wipe it off on the bread. Right. Very logical. Right. And of course there's all kinds of controversy on and I made people. the comment that you think like a girl. Yes. Yeah. Somebody writes under here. It says dudes who apply jelly first also shut the refrigerator door with their hip while saying boop. <laughs> <laughs> 
You do. Oh my god, bro! I belly. I was like, I'm stealing that. I'm so gonna steal that and throw that at somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha, dude. I felt. But hey, listen, listen. So okay, I'm, I'm, I'm. Again, I got family, friends. It it blew my mind how many people who I, I did one didn't even. I don't think they even listened to the show. But that clip has gone all over the place, right? Yeah. That are like, oh my god, we're arguing about at the dinner table right now. Yesterday, I come out. And Jerry's like, what's all the fuss about? What are we talking about, right? And I think Jerry's, Jerry's working out with Kyle at the time. And I'm explaining the peanut butter and jelly argument. And she's like, what? That doesn't even make sense. You can't, you can't do jelly first. Jelly doesn't spread on peanut butter. And I'm like, what? I don't understand what you're saying. I'm like, oh. I'm like, so I'm like, I'm explaining to her like, and, and it took me, it didn't dawn on me. I'm like, wait a second. So you fucking lather both side up with peanut butter and then both sides. Just, I go, yeah. Jerry, that's, that's like that's a, a thousand calorie peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter. <laughs> Either that or it's just all on one slice. And then she puts the fresh slice on. No, she wow, does. A, she, she goes d- both sides. She lathers both yeah. sides up. I'm like, Jerry, that's like a thousand calorie peanut oh, butter jelly double. sandwich you're making there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know I might have found the hack for your fitness hey, goals right hey, now. Hey, just, hey, that's like when I scoop it in for my protein shakes. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, yeah, like half the, the everybody tub. that uses peanut butter in their meal plan, 100% doesn't measure it properly. Dude, no, a tablespoon. Not. It's all, do nobody you know, does a tablespoon. You know, tablespoon. Uh, that was like, I was on a kick. Again, another thing that I tell you, there's there's been so many like epiphanies from competing that just even as a trainer, it just really didn't dawn on me. As much, I was so guilty of that myself. And, oh, it's, you know, peanut, peanut butter falls in the category of somehow health food. You know, yeah. people like nuts it. in general have so many calories. Yes. And it, and you know, because when I competed, I now had to go away from this intuitive eating and I had to weigh and measure and track everything and nuts and peanut butter yeah. had to been one of the most like egregious, like miscalculations. Everybody I've, thinks I've, three it, tablespoons is one. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I had, I had at least five or six male clients and this is was the 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 only hack i needed to figure out was to just take away them at work grabbing nuts eating nuts yeah 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 if you look at like a good 300 calorie 400 calorie serving of peanuts or almonds it's like it's a tiny little sandwich grab a little yes I think I think my serving for almonds when I was was like twenty five almonds. Twenty five almonds is like nothing. It's like, I'm like I don't think ever in my life until then I had I ate twenty five almonds. I always probably ate hundred and twenty five almonds when I ate almonds. So I, I think that's super. The super hack fun. for nuts is not to buy them shelled. Is you got to buy them in their oh, yeah. in the shell. So you you got to do the work to yes. crack it open. No, yeah, I, because I think that's smart. that's that's that that's that really the, slows down and, and reduces how many. The other it. hack, totally. I think, I agree with that. The other hack is actually the the tiny. You guys ever seen those tiny? Uh, yeah, snack bags. Yeah, they're I small. Use those. I that was a big hack for me was actually weighing <clears> that out, seeing what twenty five almonds or whatever my serving size of, of of nuts that I would allow in my diet. And then I just, when I go to get it, I put it in that first. Because mm-hmm. if you just grab a jar or grab a bag and you eat mm-hmm. nuts, it's mm-hmm. over. You're, yeah, you're going to yeah. miscalculate for sure. And again, to your point, Justin, like that sometimes for people is such a small little adjustment that will make a, sh- a calorie shift like yeah, crazy. Yeah, 300 calorie shift yes. at least. Yeah. 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 You know what screws me up are the almonds and pistachios that now are like barbecue flavor uh, or yeah. oh, <laughs> hot chili flavor. I'll eat. I'll eat them all. Easy, easy. I have them at home. So I have a bag salt, at home. Right a salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar pistachio nuts that are deshelled are. I'll destroy them. Oh, oh great. my god! Yeah, I love the the, the oh ranch. Uh, um, ses- not sesame seeds, but sunflower seeds. Just oh, yeah. you yeah, know, add, as a thing to like just 
uh, get you through if you're doing anything outside. Uh, another good example. It. If you eat sunflower seeds in the seeds, you're not going to eat very many. No. You stay there for 40 minutes, you're not going to eat a ton. Yeah. You get them all shelled. It's satisfying, too. It's, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, and salted. You yeah. just pour them in your... By the way, who eats nuts without salt? Who is that psychopath? Uh, you ever accidentally do that? You know, that's only Disgusting. because... That's only because of the... Sodium. Ma yeah, marketing around sodium and salt that people thought that I was hate any kind of nuts with no salt. Why? Why? Why would you do that? Yeah, no, doesn't I, make any I sense. Agree. That's, that's, Throw some salt that, all over that bad That's boy. awful. Hey, what are we supposed to feel from drinking the joy mode in the middle of the day. This is something I would drink before Katrina and I go have sex at night. Yeah. You've got yeah. me drinking it in the middle of the day. Like, what's I'm concerned happening? I'm concerned of what your motives. What environment are you trying to create? What are your, mo what are your motives uh -huh. with Justin and I? <laughs> yeah. Justin. <laughs> he's like, here, guys. Sal comes over. He's like, yeah, here. I want you guys to take joy mode today, midday. Like, uh, really? Why are we drinking this yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as, long, as long as we don't hug after this. Or well, I was going to do this weird. exercise with you. We, we embrace each other and connect. <laughs> see if you can hold the level. longest. To see, see what happens, you know? <laughs> see who lets go first. I you know, just to test our... No, you know what it is? It's okay. So Joy Mode is advertised as a like pre, I don't know, sex supplement, if you will, right? The compounds in there are all in there to encourage blood flow um, and to some extent energy and maybe libido, but mostly it's, it's blood flow and they got good stuff in there. These are all like backed by data and science to boost nitric oxide to help with blood flow. Okay. What else do you want more blood flow for? for? Workout. Workouts. Yeah. You get a better pump. What else do you like more blood flow for? Maybe to feel better. It's vasodilating is healthy. For is there you. cognitive benefits to that? There are some cognitive benefits to it. Absolutely. Oh, okay. There's some ginseng in there, which is good for energy. So I've, I take joy mode. Sometimes during the day when I want to feel a little bit of energy, but I don't, I don't want to take any caffeine. Yeah, I'll take Joy Mode. Doug takes it for the same reason because Doug is caffeine free. He takes no caffeine whatsoever. He'll take Joy Mode uh, just for energy. Oh, wow. and he'll notice it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So read the ingredients yeah. off, Doug. Yeah, there's citrulline, yep. arginine nitrate, Panax ginseng, mm -hmm. vitamin C. And that's I believe it. that's it. That's it. Okay. So, so uh, arginine nitrate uh, or nitrite is that is like will boost nitric oxide more yeah. than almost anything else. And then Panax ginseng, if you guys want to talk about the, the king of all herbs, it's that one. Really? Panax ginseng, yeah, that's the, it's re and the reason why I'm saying Panax, right? Because they're Siberian ginseng, American ginseng. They're not ginseng. They're just, they call them that. The real deal ginseng is the king of Chinese medicine to boost what they would refer to as yang energy or yang energy, mm. that strength, male energy, mm. libido, um, to give you more, um, more stamina, more, well, well the yang, the young, the young part of chi. Right. Remember, there's balance. There's yeah, yin and right. yang. Yin, yin. Don't you always find it interesting how that's something that's been around for thousands of thousands years. of years? I think it's one of the in, oldest in, in, in like Chinese medicine, and with all the stuff that we know and research, so that here we are still using that's the main that's the main ingredient in a product like this that's super beneficial. Yeah, I find that wild, dude. Do you know what the story is behind ginseng? They all have all these ancient. I'm gonna look it up on Examine. I love Examine.com because they post all the studies and stuff. So have you, do you guys know what the story is of ginseng? Because no. it's it, all these old herbs that have been used for thousands of it's years. It's a root, right? It is a root. It's been used forever. Um, the story goes, and it's supposed to, it looks like a man. So if you look at an actual ginseng root, kind of looks like a, like a person. And the story goes that a ancient philosopher, I don't know who might've been someone, I don't know. Ancient philosopher was stuck in the mountains with no food and, and ate ginseng and found vitality and energy and was able to survive. So it's like this, this there's like this myth around it. Oh, it's just kind of cool. Yeah. So here's what the studies uh, have been shown. 
it it's effective for mood, immunity, cognition, um, and then it has some erectile dysfunction, dysfun uh, uh, testosterone, exercise performance uh, boost. I noticed mood from it. That's what I noticed. Now, if I go too hard on ginseng, it can make me feel like like too much yang. I think I already have too much of that energy. The guy that I worked with once told me that. But uh, but yeah, that's it right there. It's a I great mean, we're we're uh, we all have uh, synthetic testosterone, in us, so we're probably not going to feel those benefits as much. But I wonder if somebody has naturally low testosterone and is not a bit. on synthetic testosterone, if they actually would feel even more of a boost from that naturally than they than they would. They might. I so mean, we're the, not going to obviously. So ginsenosides, which are the active ingredients in ginseng, um, are steroid-like uh, saponins huh. that are unique to ginseng. Now, steroid-like. You know, I know bodybuilding back in the day, supplement companies would, steroid refers to the shape, like the type of molecule. Cholesterol is a steroid, but they would like use that as a selling point. Natural mm -hmm. steroid. You That's know? so clever. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I fell for that shit when I was 15. <laughs> like, hell yeah. I'll take Great that all, marketing. all day long. You know what? I can't wait for someone to fall for is someone who's going to ask Justin to change their tire. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, thanks, this Justin. guy changes one tire. I got your transmission <laughs> in the back. Don't worry. So, so what's up with that? And why are the sleeves too tight on your arm? I don't know. <laughs> it, that was the one thing. I was like, it fit great, but then my arms are like, ah. We're going to have to talk to like the boys over there. I almost kind of liked it. Though. I was like, oh, really? dude, I'm busting out. occlusion yeah. happening. <laughs> so is that a company or is that made to look like that? It's a comp. It's a company. It's it. They're um, their own fashion company. It's it's not like this is a work shirt. They're the trucky guys. It, it, yeah. So do you guys? I, I wore some of their flannels earlier too, but uh, yeah, I like that they're bringing it back because, like I said a long time ago, like I, I started. That was this yeah. Trend. That was you know, when have, I was in high school. That was the yeah. Style. you have yeah. But hold on a second. Do you have a fashion muse? You know what that is? Do you, do you is there someone you looked at and said, oh, "I like that fashion. I'm gonna try and look like." Because I, I think you did. And I think I, I know who it is. I mean, who? maybe, but I I, honestly, I just I look. At, for me, it's all like I look at something. I'm like, if it looks cool, or if if, if that's something that like. What's so you're, that so you're saying you invented me? it? And you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't copy someone because I have an hey, idea. He looks like uh, uh, Kate Von D's. Uh, what's his name? Um, Jesse, Jesse James. James. Jesse James. That's exactly who I was gonna say. Yeah. I, feel I like mean, he was inspired by him. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but he's Shut an actual up, man. Hey, hey, give us some pictures of Jesse James up here. I want to. See you know, it. you saw him when you were a kid. He's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, he's a cool guy. I mean, he's, that's the thing. It's, he's got more for tats, me, though. Yeah, no. For me, it was it was probably more. I was I was more he looking up to like too. punk rock and like rock star. You know, yeah, but they don't dress like you. Yeah, yeah, they do. Punk rockers? Are you Who? kidding me? Oh, like uh, Mike Ness and, and really? um, yeah, dude. He's also got like Linkin Park vibes. A little bit. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You that's, hey, Park. bro, Linkin Park is the shit, bro. Come uh, they're on. They're great, but like, th that's like <laughs> pop music, dude. Stop. They're not pop music. Linkin Park was epic, hey, yeah. dude. It's such yeah. a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. did the Blowfish, right? Did yeah, you give me some Jesse James or what? What's going on over Look here? Look up yeah. Jesse James. What was his show? Hey, give me the, and give Something me Linkin Park. Garage. Outlog. Garage. Outlaw Garage. Look him up. Look at his pictures of him, like early two thousands. It's the way Justin dresses. It, it's it's like if you took a skater and a cholo <laughs> and you mix them together and put on a white dude. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, that, sure, that's Jesse James. That, that is so hundred percent. Watch, see, watch. Pictures gonna come up. We're gonna think it's Justin. So I mean, you were thinking the same thing I was, right? Uh, yeah, bro. Exactly. I mean, he's handsome as fuck, Justin. Uh, oh, okay. Flannel. I mean, it's starting to I look mean, more. You are. Yeah. Flat bill. Look at that right there. Okay. In the right. Very right. That's well, fine. Tell me that's cool Justin's shit right there. He, yeah. Wow. He does now. Actually, I've been following him. He's um, he's out there in Texas, and he makes uh, these really ornate, like really cool guns like that. Um, really? Yeah. It, they're, they're super 
uh, cool. And he makes, I mean, I'm sure they're like really expensive, but um, like, oh, sick. Look at that. Yeah. Look at those. Yeah. Do you know what that reminds me of? Filigree and everything on them. Like, it's it's sick. Do you know, did you guys watch this movie in the, I want to say it was in the 90s? Actually, a pretty freaking good movie. It was with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. The gun reminded me of it. Did you guys ever watch uh, Romeo and Juliet? The one with Leonardo DiCaprio, oh. where it was like a weird spin on we it. You had to watch yeah. that in college. Yep. The, yeah. The, yeah. It's a pretty was, good movie. It was like yeah, a yeah. new version of it. Yeah. I barely it, remember it, though. It was actually pretty good. I just, I should watch that with my daughter. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. Anyway. Maybe you should watch it first before you do that. You're right, dude. <laughs> yeah. You say dude. I fucked up yeah. the other day. I don't remember what movie it was we were watching. It was full on sex scene came on. I was like, what? Dude, you want to talk about parent well, fucking up? Get- you guys want to hear something? Did you see, Doug, what I sent over to the video of Russell Brunson? No, I didn't. Take a look at the video I sent over from Russell Brunson. Listen to this. What do you do? What happened? Made, made headline news in Idaho, but they obviously must have some connections with the city and who writes in the newspaper because somehow kept his name out of it, but it's him. And he's at a wrestling meet with his his kid, a 12 or 14-year-old kid and is wrestling, and he gets on the mat and pushes pushes the kid off and punches him twice in the head. Punches the, his the kid fighting his son? Yes. What did the kid do? Watch the kid? video. Doug, I sent it I had sent it over to the Is uh, that really him though? Which yeah. group did you send it to? Uh I mean ours probably. A, How old? Twelve to fourteen. 12 to, oh wow. Why would you just, do that? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow. But oh now God. hold on. It may be one of those cases. Let me just while we're looking for this. Because I just read this right here. I want to s- did you guys see that there was a 50-year-old man? who identified as a 15-year-old girl, oh, God. was allowed to compete with the 15-year-old girls and was allowed to shower and change with the 15-year-old girls. Well, so maybe it was one of those situations, a 50-year-old dude trying to wrestle his kid, and I'd punch him in the face, too. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, okay. You see the whole video that's, right that's, here. That's a completely different scenario. Okay. Go, take a look. You know who actually posted it was the, that guy that I shouted out the other day, Goob, that I've been following. His He he posted it. Called, I'm gonna have to play it for the guy so they can actually see it. This shit's fucking you're free. Right, you're yeah, let him hear it. Yeah, yeah, let him. And I you're mean, positive it's him. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, unless I'm getting uh, punked right here, it's for sure. Oh yeah, I'll let see. the guys hear it so they can hear it. Let's see. Interrupting a Nisa wrestlers match in Idaho. Now I find this a little odd because you're just not Fun. using his name in the headline. His name's Russell Brunson, and you're saying he just jumped on the mat. Is that really what he did? Let's watch the video. Let's go. Oops, that's not just jumping on the mat. That's jumping on the mat. He punches him twice. In the head twice. Wow. Yeah. Now, I hate when rich guys. I wonder why. All towns get away with shit just because they're rich guys. Oregon Live, I think you need to update this title. Put his name in it, huh? And maybe punch his child instead of jumps on the mat. Shame on you. And Russell, for you, I've actually. Right. Found some Isn't that wild? Wow. Let's go ahead and take a look. What advice? I, I, what I found really interesting. We got to make sure it's really him. I mean, I don't know what this is. That's what this guy does: is dive into right, stuff right, like right, that right, and right. research all of it before he right, he does right. posts on it. So I'm, I'm assuming. I mean, but yeah, let's see if he, if it's not. I I bet you money it is. I also think it's really interesting that the article would present it that way. I mean, yeah. think about it. If it was anybody else, they would present. They would call out yeah. who the person is, unless you were probably really famous and you paid someone. Here's the deal, oh, right? But you would almost think it'd be the opposite if you're really famous that they're going to want to put it out. there. Yeah, I mean, viral. unless he got on top of that right away, like, oh no, that's right. Like, your local paper, right? Somebody's going to get a hold of this and then you know and just did some like. Uh, 
wow. battled it, uh, you know, tries to clean it up. Wild, wow. right? I There's nothing well, there's, there's lots of things more annoying. But it's one of the most annoying, frustrating things for me is going to any kid's game and, and watching parents act like complete dumb shits. Oh, it's the worst. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. Where they're yelling at their kids or yelling at other kids or the, the, the uh, ref or, or they yell at each other like they're going to fight each other. Literally games were absolutely the worst for that. And like they actually had to put out policies so parents could even like they had to like sign an agreement. Like you can't, you can't yell at the ref. You can't yell at the kids. You can't like it or you got to go. And then they would like enforce it. Right? Cause there was fights that would break out between all dads. the times for that. Like all the time. What I almost fought parenting. a guy who was, so I remember I tell you guys when I used to go see my, my uncle Casey, who used to, when oh, Brett yeah. was a kid, he was a stud. Like he was the star running back, star quarterback. Like he played every position. My uncle was the, the coach and they just, destroy and you know my uncle's like hardcore into football right mm-hmm. so he's 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 no mercy rule yes yeah and and so he was just and i mean he was running the ball the whole time but his team was just was just destroying this team it was like 60 something to like whatever right <laughs> and so he wasn't like throwing the ball he just handed off and the guy kids kept scoring and kept scoring and the do all oh, the coach came unglued came after my uncle afterwards i was probably like 23 or 24 sure at the time or what that yeah. got up in the dude's face everybody broke it up it was a big old scene it's like dude pop order football these kids are like oh, yeah. like a 12 year olds you know you know what these are little kids and and in sports teaches kids a lot. It's so valuable what you can learn by by or, playing organized games, okay? To be a parent oh. and to be that shitty of an example. You're tainting what is the wrong entire with experience for everybody. Not there. just the experience, but what kind for of example? Well, I exactly. think a lot a lot of that has to do with, you know, and I think I, I thought about this a lot before Max was you know, being a 40 year old dad, there's a lot more wisdom that, that comes with that yeah. than if I was like a 25 year old dad. And, you know, I could see being a 25 year old dad and wanting to, you know, live vicariously through that's your That's exactly that's what it is. Right. And it's, it's almost always these out of shape, like couldn't yeah. do a God. You can't right, right. Shit I didn't yourself. make it in basketball. Now yeah. my son's playing basketball. So now I'm like, I'm so invested in everything yeah, that dude. happens and it happens to him for him yeah. that you, you take you know it on. You know, who's the worst, hmm. the worst world of competition, quote unquote, I've ever seen in my entire life. The pageant world. Oh yeah! Oh, you seen documentaries on that? So, no, dude. With the little I girls. was in so it. So cringe. What? I was in it. I was in it. I didn't compete. <laughs> I'm like, you were Pictures, part of the beauty pageant. I I trained. I don't want to say too much because then the person, people are gonna know what I'm talking about. But I trained somebody who won a relatively large local, uh, somewhat local competition in pageantry. Okay, and it's a it's a weird world. It's a weird world. Yeah, I've, tra- I've trained it's, girls that are like. So I, I trained a person who was known as Miss Whatever, and I won't say what it is, but okay. she she won or whatever, and, yeah, yeah. and you know because of my training, they're like, oh, you did a good job with her. So I wasn't in the world until she hired me. I didn't even go to a competition. I just I knew she what her goals were. She wanted to get leaner. She wanted to be more fit. Yeah. And I wanted to help her do it the healthy way, and that's what we did. And then she won. And I went to the competition to watch and she won. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then you're in, around that world. Like, what a weird kind of world. And all these moms are like, they're not great moms the way that they're talking to their daughters. But I didn't see a whole lot of it. You could just kind of feel it and see a little bit. Yeah. Then she's like, hey, can you train me again? Because she qualified for this bigger competition. Yeah. So I said, sure. And then she's like, hey, all these moms want you to come talk to their daughters about nutrition and exercise. And I'm like, now I knew the the nutrition, the diet, body image issues that the, my client had suffered from because of the pageant world. 
So I'm going to go speak to like a group of girls and their moms. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to talk to them about it the right way. Right. So, I, and I'm not going to be like, Oh, this is the fastest way to lose 15 pounds type of shit. I'm not yeah. going to do that. So I go there and I'm talking to these girls about the right way to do it and building muscle. And it's about your health and healthy looks good and this and that. And the girls were like kind of into it. The moms were, ha- were the issue. I had a lady come up to me and afterwards with her daughter and she let's say, she literally said this exact word she says to me. She goes, Sal, I like what you said. I like your talk, but you know, we have a date. We got to get in shape by my daughter likes to eat fruit. Can you please tell her that you can eat too much fruit, that she's eating too much fruit right now? And I looked at her and I said, no, I'm not going to say that because that's not true. And I said, and I think that what you're saying is actually quite terrible. And in front of her daughter, in front of her daughter, like oh how, what the hell kind of mom are you? Yeah. yeah. Oh. What, age, what age group were the girls? Oh, they were in her, uh, let's see. She was teenager or younger? Yeah. 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 They were, it was almost 18. So like 17, yeah, yeah. 17, 18. I think that what's even worse. Are I the, couldn't the, believe the it. Tell my daughter. The, 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 the little kid my ones skin are crazy being around people like that. The yeah. little kid ones of uh, uh, putting these kids in these pageants and dolling them up like crazy. I think that's even worse. Oh, like yeah. at that young age, I mean, you're just conditioning them for yeah, be like look, that. your appearance is most important. That's yeah. what's most important. Be yeah, cute yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually refuse the trainer. Um, after, after that. Like, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not going to come talk to these people. I'm not going to show up to these events. They're terrible. Backstage, the moms. Oh God, it was. It's always interesting when you get introduced yeah. to like a new, like a new world, right? Like mm-hmm. that. Like it's like this has been right here under my nose this entire time. I had no idea. That's how I felt about bodybuilding when I got into that. That's been like in our space for so totally. long, and I'm. I thought I was so close to it, yet I was so far because when yeah. I got in there, I realized like, oh my God, this is so different than I ever thought it was going to be. I really thought I was going to meet the brightest minds in the fitness space. I thought, oh, these are going to be all mm-hmm. the people that like really get and understand the science of nutrition and exercise. And like, this is the, this is the pinnacle of that. And it was like the opposite. Speaking of which, yeah. did you guys know? So, you know, now we're working with NASM, right? So they're a company that uh, sponsor us now. They're the, the most well-known accepted uh, national certification for trainers. Did you guys, I went on their website. I'm going to pull it up right now. The stuff that they offer the things that they offer is absolutely, uh, absolutely insane. First off, speaking of bodybuilding, they have a physique and bodybuilding course. What? They have a physique and bodybuilding course no that you could take. I didn't know that. Now it gets you um, continued education units. Yeah. So it's not a certification. Right, right. You got to get certified first. But literally teaches you about the wow. proper way to, to prep the proper way to come out of prep, like the whole... You got to make a note, Doug, yeah. for Katrina to message them. I would love access to that so I could dive through it. I would love to see... Just to kind of break it down, all their, like what they do. Yeah, right? yeah. I just, I would love to hear their philosophy. That's such a um, a fine line to, to skate, right? If you're this, this academic course and that's a sport and it's a sport that can send a lot of people mm-hmm. in the wrong direction nutritionally and stuff like that i can't wait to read how they because they're going to communicate the right way yeah. yeah yeah so i can't wait to read how they 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 speak to that they also have a certified wellness coach certification oh, wow. for wellness don't they have did they get into the golf space i thought i, I saw i that. would not be surprised yeah. I, I, th- there's so much stuff that they have in there that's i mean that was a part remember when we were having dinner and oh you know, as 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 well, ver- I mean, we all have multiple certifications from them. Obviously, we're, we're very familiar with NSM, but what a disconnect there was to like all the things that they how nobody would, knows. Yeah, their offerings. Yeah. Do you know how many uh, coaches and trainers they've certified over the years? Take a wild guess. 
Ooh, I'm gonna take. They've been it. around for a little while, right? Wait, wait, how many years they've been around? Do we oh know? God, like total from when they I'm started. Gonna, I'm gonna say eighty thousand from when they started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One point five million. Holy, Ooh. really? Yeah. One point five million okay. trainers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. They've been doing it for a long I time. I mean, it was the gold standard for a lot of those like corporate gyms, so that doesn't really surprise yeah. me. And they also do payment plans, which I didn't know either. I used to, th- I, I remember when I got my cert, well, back then it was like a thousand bucks. Now they're like a little more. No, it was even cheaper than that. When we got it, it was $500. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, I got, you know why mine was a thousand? I did too. I did uh, CPT yeah, and CPT. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, now, but now they have payment plans. So you can pay like 50 bucks a month, 60 bucks a month, whatever. Smart. Yeah. Smart, yeah, smart. Good stuff. So, it, it, hey, um, if you're a trainer or coach and you want education, I, you know, check them out because they have so many things to offer, not just your traditional. I mean, that's one of the things I'm most excited about partnering with them is actually to go start diving through all their content that they offer outside of what we already knew they had. Mm-hmm. So, and I was impressed with the dinner that we had and hearing like everything they were already doing. They just, they need a better voice. They need yep. someone to communicate all these things they're doing because they are the leader in the space. They've been the leader in the space for a really long time. And we should have known better mm-hmm. that of course they were going to evolve and continue to do more things and do better stuff, That's but right. they haven't had the right voice. Have you guys seen the commercials? They're running TV commercials all the time yeah. now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see them on, I see them on TV all the time now, which I never used to see that. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely making a push. Yeah. Hey, did you, you guys want to hear a crazy stat that I just uh, saw on Twitter and I com- or X and I confirmed it. Hmm. Obesity rates, right? We all know that that's just exploding or whatever. In one generation, so somebody made this a chart. In one generation, okay, obesity rates tripled. Wow. Tripled. In one generation. It, from 1987 to 2021, the obesity rate in this country tripled. Yikes. Three times as many people are now obese than were in 1987. Hmm. Abs- this is... This you, is an epidemic. Do you that think at one point we Sal, need to we need to face, man? Do you think at That's one insane. point, and if and maybe we're there already, that it becomes so much of the majority that everything we everything we talk about or we present or we try and push is just going to get kind of smushed yeah. out because if you got eighty percent of the population at one point, which it, we're heading in that direction, right? That there's a possibility in our lifetime we're we, close to the, yeah, to the majority in, in our lifetime we might see like a 70 80 percent of people obese like you talking about being in shape and healthy will be such an anomaly especially if we start finding out ways with science to hack into yeah. you know prolonging things or curing things or like right. and, and make it to where people can do less still you can and travel like with ease and and you know walking around you you won't even need to walk anymore like you got all these like different devices and things to have you kind of um you know traveling well when, did I, you, did when you, I first watched Wally it was actually yeah. got a little depressed because I worked in fitness when yeah. I remember seeing that I was, it kind of made me sad a little bit even though a lot of people thought it was funny oh so did you see uh Weight Watchers I didn't know Weight Watchers Watchers uh, have they partnered with uh, one of the GLP one? Uh, oh, did they? Yeah, so that's part of their program. <gasps> you oh, get wow. it. You get it with their. Look up Weight Watchers. Can and I GLP-1. say something about Weight Watchers? That I don't know. A lot of people may not. I don't. Know, I don't know if you guys will agree with this, but of all of the mainstream weight loss whatevers, Weight Watchers, in my experience working with clients, was one of the. It's not great, but it was one of the better ones. 
they did communicate behaviors better and they didn't do the whole, they used point system, which actually worked better for people than calories and that kind of stuff. So when I had clients that did Weight Watchers and I'd follow them along in comparison to all the other stuff that was out there, it was actually one of the better ones. I'm not a fan of it, but I, there's obviously a brilliance to it because it wouldn't have lasted this long and done so right. well, right? And I agree with that. The reason why that is is the thing, the points yeah. that you're making. The other really one that you didn't systems. mention, the other thing that good. they did really well that you didn't mention was community. Yeah. They did a really good that, yes, job of yes. the, the community aspect of meets and stuff yes. like that. I mean, I knew people that had gone through it a long time ago and they remained showing up to the meets. Yep. You know, like they would show up to yep. their the meetings just so they could do the weigh-ins and and have that accountability piece. And so they did a lot of things right. They obviously. seem to move more in the in the better direction, I would say. Cause I, I mean, I don't know how popular Jenny Craig is now or any of that stuff, but back then when I was training people, it was like Oh. The diet plans were like buy our frozen food. This is how yeah, you yeah, slim fast. You yeah. know, you're just basically replacing everything with shakes. Yeah. So what does that say there, Doug? Yeah, so they have this thing called the GLP one program experience, and it looks like they have um, obviously the GLP one. They have the list of foods. They've got activity goals, and this is for people who are on the GLP one. Are they publicly so traded? I don't think are they, they sell the, I don't they, think they're selling it. So they call it their. If you're on a GLP one, oh, a this plan. is no, 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 no. They're part. Look up. I saw. I read an article on them being partnered with them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Take a look at. I, I very. Don't you? Do you really think that they promote something like that and they don't have a stake in the game? Well, well also either, either way, this will be smart. Yeah, what's the popularity of them? Working with? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also, is, is that a publicly traded company? I don't know. I'm about to look that up. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, what are your dietary considerations with the GLP-1? Make sure you hit your protein targets and lift weights. That's okay, it. so you can get everything you want from your Weight Watchers clinic. That includes GLP-1s See? or other medications. See? Wow. So now, now, are they selling... Yeah. Oh, the, are they selling it as the peptide from the from the pep the compounding pharmacy? Or are they selling the? I see one? the names Wagovi and uh, what's the other one? Um, I forget. Uh, Ozempic. Ozempic. So they're probably working with the pharma companies. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Most likely. That's why I'm wow. curious about yeah, if they're publicly traded. You know what's interesting? They are, they, are publicly they are publicly traded. Yeah. Here's what's stock. the stock at right now? Tell me where it's at. Four dollars. Oh, that's an easy buy. Yeah. And tell me where it's been. Oh, yeah. Good this time. Is Look low at that. Last five years. Let's get it. Let's grab that. We should buy it. What so, was yeah. the high there at back? What is that? It was at forty dollars <sighs> mid twenty twenty one. Forty dollars, bro. Let's grab that. Right now, that might be a 40. good idea. You want to grab some of that, Doug? Sure, let's you, do it. Yeah, 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 you know what's interesting about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we might be accused of pumping the stock up. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah we have so much do, influence. Yeah. We're allowed to do that. We're allowed to talk about something we're buying like that, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Unless we, uh, well, what's the rule? We better buy it now before this airs. We're not right? telling anybody else to do that. We're just sharing that we did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. No, I'm on it. I'm what, gonna, personally, I'll do it. Yeah, these GLP ones are interesting because for the first time ever, you actually have uh, pharma companies uh, seem to be battling snack food companies and food mm -hmm. companies, and the propaganda wars are kind of heating up and stuff, which is interesting. Like, who's gonna, who's gonna win? Evil pharma or evil big food? You know what I mean? Like, what's what's the game? I here? mean, partnering with someone like Weight Watchers is a boy. Is that a move? I think that's going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. I especially since Weight Watchers is all about restricting calories, right, and a point system. And one of the the greatest advantages the GLP ones is that it you don't have yeah. the cravings, you, you don't want as much. So. The they, and they, Weight Watchers, obviously, if they wouldn't have been around this long, if they well, haven't proven to have success for their their clients, they're going to have even more success Well, the GLP-1s, what what's weird about them, I was just talking to a family member. About I the have, other stuff. Okay. I have a family member that's going to that's gonna go on them, okay? And they, they're going through our partners at mphormones.com. 
I don't want to say who they are because I don't know if they want it public, but it's a family member. And she asked me about all of them and whatever. And, and what do you think? And what's, what's interesting about the GLP ones is they do reduce, they do, they do make you eat less, but they don't seem to curb appetite at all. Like any other intervention we've ever done. Like they're typically stimulants is what they do. Like Adderall will do that, right? You give someone Adderall, they want to eat less, or you give them a stimulant, they want to eat less. Ephedra did that, right? Makes you want to eat less. They don't operate that way. They seem to operate on the part of the brain yeah. that seeks comfort and it affects your behaviors around that. So this is why people are drinking less alcohol, smoking less cigarettes. Yeah. They're not biting their nails. They're like yeah. all the all their That's little habits. Interesting about it. All their little habits are going down, which include, and we know this, people overeat because it's a it's it's they're abusing food like people the way that people abuse drugs it's really it's really plain and simple I, you know we, right before we were started recording i was sharing with you guys about um our realtor down in texas who just yeah. moved down to cabo he, one of the things we were getting caught up we haven't talked to each other in like over a year and uh you know part of the motivation of cabo is like you did this huge lifestyle change and they both went on ozempic for and lost 70 pounds yeah yeah, but each of them, both him and his wife, and like completely have changed life, you know. And he, so he's like raving about how uh, amazing it was for him. And I know there's like this, the, there's a lot of controversy in our space around it. And I think I, I always want us to be very careful on how we talk about it, right? Totally. Because because there's there are some benefits to it, and I'm not I'm not completely anti it at all because there's it's showing to have some huge benefits for a lot of people, and if it's something that helps you move in the right direction, the counter and what the people in the fitness space that really don't like it that have been hammering it so hard is that if you don't pair it with hitting your protein intake and lifting weights, you will lose as much muscle as you lose fat. By the way, I want to be real clear. Yeah, it's not the it's not the GLP one that's right that makes you lose muscle. It's exactly what would happen to you if you cut your calories it, it, on your own that's and didn't I'm lift weights. So, and I'm so glad protein. you said that because that's just what your body does. That happens to the same person who doesn't take a GLP-1 and just decides they're going to go on this hardcore restricted diet. They start intermittent fasting or they start yeah. the paleo diet. They start some diet that they're going to do where they're restricting calories and almost always they restrict calories and they don't get enough protein intake and then they do mm -hmm. cardio. And they yeah, and then that, of course, that here's results- why that, Here's why that happens. People need to understand what happens. When you cut your calories down suddenly- and your body's getting no signal that it needs to keep muscle, what it does is it pairs muscle down so that your metabolism can slow down and meet the new caloric intake. Because as it reduces muscle, because you're taking less calories than you're burning, so you're losing weight, losing weight, losing weight, your body says, we need to balance this out. We don't want to lose weight forever. We'll die. So it slows your metabolism down by making you lose muscle. This would happen on a diet with or without a GLP-1 agonist. That's right. Now, that, in other words, just like we always say on the show, if you're going to cut your calories, hit your protein intake, lift weights, you got to give your body a signal that says we need muscle and you got to feed it adequate protein to do so. And that'll minimize or even stop the muscle loss. And then you'll just get the fat loss. It's not the GLP one that's doing it, but the the propaganda goes out to whatever. Now here's, here's where I stand with GLP one. They are effective of all the interventions I've seen. They're head and shoulders better. They're less dangerous by far. The other shit we, that, that they used to sell for fat loss and weight loss were terrible. Oh, yeah. Cause heart problems, all stuff. GLP ones don't seem to do that at all, but it is not the cure all end all. If you go on one of these, the ideal way to do it is to use it as a bridge to learn new behaviors and to rewire your brain and to figure out new habits and, and, and create new disciplines 
because uh, otherwise you're reliant on this GLP-1 mm -hmm. agonist right. and you'll have to be on it for long, 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 long or forever periods of time. But the, the conversation I'm having with my client, if they if they are wanting to use this or they do the use, and, and, and I've had clients that were past clients of mine that have now used it and then we've actually talked and they've asked my opinion on it and I share with them, I said, listen, if if you came to me and in a month you lose six pounds and so you think you're excited, but then when I go and I look at your diet and I see you're missing protein intake by 50% every single day, I'm going to want you to stop. Because I know that that weight loss that you had, as much yeah. of it is is muscle as it is fat. Even though you're doing all these other things that are great, you're going to end up losing muscle also because you're eating so low calorie and you're not even. Now the other, the opposite is true. If my client says, "Man, I'm doing great and I'm I'm hitting my protein every single day and I've seen I've lost six pounds and weight train," I'm like, then then awesome. Then it's so going to help do what you exactly what you're saying. So this family member that I have that's going to be doing this, and, and she, again, she asked me what should I do, and I said go to mphormones.com, talk to them, we trust them, and then here's what I advise. And the reason why I advised her and said to her, I think a GLP one might be something you want you can try because she said I want to try this. What do you think? She's been lifting weights now consistently for a year, so it's been about a year that she's been lifting weights. She's been eating adequate protein. She's having challenges with food because she's created some bad behaviors around the food. And so I told her specifically, all right, when you go on this, it's going to help rewire some of these behaviors and actions that you have around food, but they will wire themselves back if you don't work on the discipline and the structure and the behaviors around it. So that's what she's going to do. She's going to go on and, and do the whole thing, which by, you know, by the way, if you go through the pharma companies, it's, it's like the brand name. Brand name Ozempic, it's semaglutide. Semaglutide is the, so it's like buying, you know, the brand name rollerblade versus traditional rollerblades or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, or Benadryl yeah. versus the Safeway. Yeah, it's the same, yeah, yeah. it's the same medication. Yeah, it's the same, ibuprofen. it's a peptide. It's yeah. the same thing. So if you go through our people or, or, or other people like that, you're still getting pharmaceutical grade. It's still going through a, you know, a, a compounding pharmacy. It's still under regulation. It's just way less expensive because it's not, you know, uh, the, the pharma company or whatever. What's the typical cycle with that? Like, what do they, when they get somebody to first, you know, um, good question, hop on that. Yeah. I'm just I think curious. it's like three or six months. The average person loses 15% of their body weight. Look that up. I mean, confirm that. That's a significant, a significant. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, cause you know, there are some, uh, situations like my dad, for instance, too, who's like limited, uh, mobility wise need had like, double knee replacements and you know i'm already working with him with peptides for mm. uh bpc and so we're oh, cool. starting to get yeah and he's starting to get some progress in terms of mobility and movement and being able to you know exercise more consistently but he packed on a lot of weight mm. you know and so i was like you know looking into it a bit but again like you know healthy i've i've tried ad nauseum to uh get him to uh yeah you know, listen as far as like the, the right types I, of uh, disciplines to apply. My, so I, I'll tell a bad story. I have a friend who did, who did semaglutide and hated it. Made him feel nauseous. Yeah. Didn't like the way he felt. So yeah. he went completely off. Yeah. So yeah. again, that goes back to our advice. We always do though, it's, too. It's like, if your body's telling you it doesn't like yeah, it, stop dude. doing it. You know? But I think, here's what I think. I think that uh, this preliminary data on helping people break habits 
That's fucking wild. Yeah. Could you imagine? Honestly, that's what, what made me curious for- at all. Cause it's like, you know, if it can impact uh, the way that you think and like, um, you know, it changes like a little bit with of that smoking behavior. and alcohol and shit like that. That's huge. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. You yeah. know, if if that just for that alone. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I got to tell you, speaking of uh, family and stuff, my little baby girl, she's just, she's just my little angel. And that I wanted. So my 14 year old, uh, love her to death, you know, great relationship, the whole deal. But I never got the, and she knows this because she's a she's a little shit. She's never, <laughs> she was never like the daddy's girl. She is when she wants something, but she was never like the. You hear the stories, you see people, daddy's girl, they jump to daddy. I want to be with daddy all the time. I think my little baby's like that. I'm so pumped. I was eating lunch the other day, and she didn't want to go with no one. She just wanted to sit on my lap and hug me the whole time. And I'm like, uh, I'm just like, number one, love it. Number two, oh fuck. wrapped around your shoulder so screwed dude but she was just hugging me like the whole time and then she kept looking up at me and smiling and then hugging me the whole time and i was just like man if you could talk you could literally tell me to do whatever you want you gotta do that's the part i hope never ends you know what i'm saying i hope i I can manage that all the way through his life that he'll still be that person hey i saw that um go ahead doug oh Oh, i was just gonna say i have an update on the russell brunson thing oh so he is a parent coach at this school and it was his son that was wrestling. And yeah. apparently this kid got him around the neck in a hold that was illegal, at least according to Russell. And so that's why he jumped in. Oh, so yeah. He well, lost his You cool. watched the video though, right? You see him, he punches the kid twice. Yeah, well, That's not cool. So according to this, he was getting a little bit like stressed out, you know, because the, he was yelling <laughs> to the referee, you know, he's got an illegal hold. He's choking my son. Yeah, yeah. And he took matters into his own hands. Yeah. Right. I Look, I get that as a protective apparently. dad, but. You know, punch a little kid. Yeah, that's that's a bit excessive. Yeah, yeah I mean, I feel like yeah, I have fourteen year old kids that are wrestling like that. Does that? I feel like I could get in there and like pull the kid off. Yeah, yeah right. And, and punch yeah. the ref. You want to hit anybody? Yeah, hit the yeah, rest, yeah, yeah. Just Break them up. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I could, I, and I would pull from my son, right, and like separate like that. Yeah. He went in. You see him. Yeah. You, oh no. Oh yeah. You. I mean, you couldn't tell on TV, but if you guys watch the video I sent in the in the group thread, you uh, you see. You have to look at that. Yeah, he cocks more. back and and throws two wow. punches to the kid's yeah, head. Not, so it's not like. Uh, yeah, that's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. That's a. That's a, that's a little excessive to no. have to do that too. He could have really hurt him. Yeah. Oh, no. Of course. That, that big age. man hitting a kid. No, no. Dude, I got to tell you about something I've been trying. I've been trying something called, uh, that I want to tell you guys about, uh, vagus nerve stimulation. So you guys know, we talked with Dr. Khan about the vagus nerve and what it's responsible for mm-hmm. and how it communicates with the gut That's and the not brain. the one that you go through the prostate to get to? Or? No, okay. Justin. I'm not going to do what you told yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> He's like, hey, I do this thing. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> for fun really on, on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, dude. Can I do it for you? Yeah. No. Uh, vagus nerve, uh, it, can, it uh, it's a fight or flight control or fight, flight or freeze control or whatever. And you can look up um, studies on vagus nerve stimulation for things like depression, inflammation, gut issues, all these different things. So we talked to Dr. Khan. He talked about this procedure he does where he injects the vagus nerve with certain peptides or whatever. So that led me down a rabbit hole. And I looked up vagus nerve, uh, non-invasive vagus nerve stimulation. And there's evidence that shows that it actually works. So I bought myself a device. And I've been using it the past couple days. What does it look like? Yeah, yeah. So it goes around your neck. Hmm. No affiliation, so I'm not going to say the name right. But anyway, it goes around your neck, sits where both sides of it sit where the vagus nerve is. And then you you hit these programs, and then it says and sends electrical impulses. So you feel the muscles flex too, Uh but it stimulates the vagus nerve. Now, I've only done it twice, but each time, or three times, I should say, each time I do it, I do notice afterwards I get really calm, like this really weird... Calmness like a release. 
Yeah, dude. So I'm going to keep using it and uh, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. yeah, that's what he was talking about. It's like, it sounds real interesting, especially for uh, like competitive athletes yeah. and just people that have like something where, you know, it's like a lot of anxiety going into this event or, or anything like that yeah. to be able to, um, you know, do something Calm like that to relieve you of all that. It was, yeah, it was a weird feeling, up. but I'm going to use it consistently because it takes about a week or two. Super or, interesting. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear. Was it expensive? The one I got was like 200 something bucks. Too, so too somewhere, crazy. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, it's not, not a cheap, not thing. crazy. Right? Yeah. Sometimes those things can be ridiculous. Yeah, so, no, so no. I don't know how crazy yeah. you want. No. Hey, I saw that uh, on the the shout out today that uh, Andrew had. Yeah, Andrew he, had a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, what did you got for us? Well, dude? What's, what's, what's the shout out? Yeah. You wanted us to shout some someone out. Yeah. All right. So today's shout out comes from me. <clears throat> from who? Comes from me. Oh, okay. okay. From me for <laughs> you personally. Yeah. This isn't really a shout out, <laughs> but I know you guys, the hosts of the show, are generous people. So I wanted to see if I could use the next minute of time. Wait, wait, you're leverage getting something out of us on, on live on air, you fucker. I want to shout out my yeah. homies. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you did <laughs> a good job, though. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. are such nice, generous yeah, yeah, people. Okay. All right, let's, let's hear it. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to see if I can use you know the next minute of time to see if I can do some local recruiting for my adult baseball team. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what, bro? You're a dope. So self-serving, you fuck. Uh, hold on a second. Hey, hey, <laughs> What's, hey wait, I wait. thought he was gonna say his kids. So did I. I, yeah. like, I thought you were gonna try to get us to donate cool. to his kids' baseball team. Wait a second. You want to use the platform right now to you recruit find some, some of the ringers, best baseball huh? players in the Bay Area? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Uh, simply put, yes. But <laughs> let me let me give you some brief context. Right? Okay, okay, let's okay. hear it. So in the summertime, you guys know for the last couple of summers, I've been playing Sunday League baseball. You know, yeah. my expectations going into the league, it was just the fun, older men tr- throwing slow, hitting bombs, just <laughs> throwing beers back in the dugout, just yeah. there to have fun. It's a lot more competitive, a lot more fun than I thought it was to be. It's a lot of guys in their mid-20s to, you know, early 40s. And uh, it, I've been enjoying it a lot. Basically, you know, my team, the team I've been on, we've been in first place the last couple of seasons. And, uh, but when it comes to playoffs, we keep losing in the semifinals. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, okay. So that's what we are looking for. Somebody who lives in the Bay area. Hold on. What's the name of your team? That is a ringer. Yeah. Yeah. So my team's name is Mission City Monarchs. Uh, that's. What do they email you or something? Yeah. So if you're interested, you know, if you're someone that you play baseball, you, you put the gear in the garage. Don't waste our time. You got to be good. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. What positions would be ideal? We're like looking for five, to five tool players. Spots. Yeah. Now I don't know what the response is going to be like. Maybe one person is going to shout, going to reach out to me, or it could be ten plus people. But regardless, email me, Andrew. Minimum like, high school com. experience, yeah. right? Yeah. If well, you don't don't, be, don't hit me up you if you only played baseball you know, and, 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 and t-ball. Yeah. That was your their last time playing baseball was t-ball. You better have some at least high school experience. <laughs> right, who do they email you? Andrew at Andrew at mindpointmedia.com. Okay. All right. Hey, you guys. We got to go to one of their games and heckle or something. Yeah, dude, I want the hey, that's all right. I want the name of the team if we actually yeah. recruit like three or four ringers for this team. That's the least you can do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we get some some publicity yeah. if you win the championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put the logo on our dugout. Yeah, we'll all right, all right. Sponsor logo on oh, the back here. All joking aside, we got to come watch you play, dude. Yeah, I know yeah, you're really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I know that you're was, really good. That was yeah. a unique shout out. I like yeah, that. Good stuff. All right. Look, there's a company called Sleep Breakthrough that makes a product that improves the quality of your sleep and helps you fall asleep faster. Proven with ingredients that are backed by data. It's good stuff. It really works. It will improve your sleep. So you have faster recovery, better muscle growth, better fat loss, less cravings, better mood. Go check them out. You can go to sleepbreakthrough.com forward slash mind pump. Use the promo code mind pump 10 for a discount. All right, back to the show. First question is from Iwalina Licka. I'm on a reverse diet. I don't want to weigh myself because it messes with my mind. How do I know my metabolism is improving? Oh, 
That's a great question without weighing yourself. Positive signs include an improvement in energy, more strength in the gym, the, your body feels tighter and more sculpted. Um, weighing yourself is oftentimes part of the formula because you're trying to see if you're gaining too much weight, you know, and you can slow down the, the reverse body fat testing can do this as well. Otherwise it's going to be based off of feel in my opinion in, in a improving quote unquote metabolism feels typically like more energy, more strength, Yeah, more energy, b uh, bigger appetite, more strength in the gym mm. and feeling like you look like you're not really gaining or losing any weight. Like that's a good sign, right? Even yeah. though you're not using the scale, you look at yourself in the mirror and I'm like, man, I, I've, I know I'm eating more yep. food. I'm, yep. I want even more food on top of that. I'm getting stronger in the gym. I feel good. These are all things that were, and it doesn't mean that necessarily all of them have to be happening for you to necessarily be doing it right. But those are the key indicators that I'm asking a client who we're trying not to weigh, we're reverse dieting and we're training is I'm, I'm looking for us hitting new new PRs and lifts. I'm looking for, man, I feel so good. Yeah. I'm looking for, Adam, I actually want to eat more even. Like those are all signs that our metabolism is, is boosting. Yeah, getting, um, it's so key with the reverse diet to see that your strength seems to be improving. Like if you're reverse dieting, and you're not really getting stronger in the gym or worse, getting weaker, um, check out your workout. Uh, your workout programming is off. What you don't want to do is a reverse diet and not get stronger. That that may mean you're you're just going to be putting on body fat or you're just overtraining or training yeah. in, a, in, a, in, a, in the wrong way. Is it safe to say she's uh, team peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> Next question is from JM Bird 76 I was listening to some old episodes and the protein recommended was 0.5 to 0.7 grams per pound. When and why did that change to no. one ground, no, gram it per didn't. pound? It was no, zero. it didn't. We've been saying this since day one that there's a difference between the recommended, recommended. RDA and then there's a difference between what we say. Well, no, they're referring, they're not they're, referring to the RDA. I know what RDA. they're saying. We're no, referring? RDA is uh, well, they're per, referring per to kilo. Yeah. They're, what they're referring to is the studies on protein intake. And here's what yeah. the studies show. Well, no, they're referring to what we have said on the show. And the only time we've ever talked about 0.5 to 0.7 is that's what the minimum people should to take. And we've never yeah, strayed from minimum. that. But it's always easier to tell a client one-to-one. -one. I think, I th okay, so, okay, so I, I know I've specifically brought up studies. And the studies show that the upper limit for benefit that you're going to get from protein is like 0 0.6 to 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. That's what they're referring to. RDA is per kilogram. It's even half, it's half of this essentially. Yeah. Now the reason why we don't say, and I'll refer to studies sometimes and say that, but why do I say a gram? Why do we all say a gram? Everybody misses. So then yeah. they miss and they yeah. end up in the, in the, in and the, not in only the that, that even if you go over, you're it's fine. you're fine. Yeah. And there's actually studies to support with trained athletes and people that are training really hard might be better. that 1.5 yeah. is good. It's just easy so to say one, one is a good, good yes. base. Yeah, it's and easier it's easier math too. Yeah. For people. It is. You, you tell someone eat 0 0.6 grams per pound of target body weight. Yeah. Like, huh? Never yeah. said that to a client. One gram per pound of body weight, what your target body weight is. It's super easy for people. And almost everybody misses it by a little bit on a regular basis, mm -hmm. which puts them still in that 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 zone of what would be considered upper limit. Now you're right, Adam. Eating more than that, obviously, if you're cal for calorie controlled diet, right? So we're not talking about like your calories going too high, but eating more than that may have additional benefits for people who train hard and uh, satiety, right? So if you have a really hard time with your appetite. 
Um, you could trade out some of your carbs for protein or even some of your fats for protein, so long as you don't eat under what's called essential. And you'll find more satiety effects from protein than you will the other two macronutrients. Next question is from Garth Cahill. I'm hearing people say they eat a lot of grams of protein. And when I ask about portions, it seems really low. Do you think a lot of people don't realize that 100 grams of chicken breast isn't 100 grams of protein? <laughs> I've come to realize a lot of people have a misconception. Margaret, who does some of our info at mindpumpmedia.com or no, sorry, our chat on our website, the Mind Pump Media site where people can ask yeah. questions. This is a problem. She's on there and she brought this up yesterday. So yesterday I did our, our, our my meeting that I do with the team um, on that side. And she said, yeah, several people were telling me that they were eating 200 grams of protein a day or whatever. And she's like, she, and then she figured out they think a gram of meat equals a gram of protein. Well, no, or they think that it's a protein food. And then however many grams that protein food that's all counts how many protein. grams of protein. Uh -huh. No. So that's where this comes from is like, somebody's like, yeah. Oh, it, it's uh, you know, chicken is obviously a protein food. It would fall in that category. Oh, mm -hmm. I, they weigh it out. Oh, this protein food weighs a hundred grams. So therefore I'm eating a hundred grams of protein. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, 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 no. The, A chicken breast, a six ounce chicken breast is only got about 32 to 38 grams of protein in it. That's all you're getting in it. And that's a big six to eight ounce chicken breast. Yeah. So there's Let's not- Let's do the math for this, what she is, what she's asking. Are there- A hundred grams? Me. Yeah. What's what's hundred oh, grams? Way, way less than that. I'll, I'll figure it out right now. Um, 31 grams. So 31 grams of protein are in a hundred grams of chicken breast. It is not all pure protein. Yeah. Um, you're not even protein powder works that way when it's supposed to be, you know, as close to being pure protein as possible. So when you're trying to calculate your protein, use a food calculator or, you know, like an app because a hundred grams of meat is not a hundred grams of protein. And, and yeah. people, so like I said, she was working with someone and this woman was like, just not getting the results, not figuring out. And then, and so she had to kind of boil it because she was giving her macros and then she had to boil it down. And she's like, Oh yeah. Dude, no, no, thankfully no. that information is so easy to, it's so easily accessible now. Yeah. Like, you know, it used to be like the calorie King, you'd have that little book and you'd have to kind of refer to, you know, what that equated to, but it's just like, yeah, there, there's so many apps now that I, you can go there, through. I had a client once that thought that heavier foods <laughs> made you gain more weight. Oh yeah. So he made the argument like, no, no, cotton candy is so light. <laughs> Shut up, dude. I swear not, to God. I love that. I wow. I love that. And I can wow. see the logic, right? Wow. He's like, how can this make me gain more weight yeah, yeah. than this heavy piece yeah, yeah. of meat right here? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's pretty like, funny. Oh, I mean, it's basically air, you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really wasn't uh, okay. make you gain That's anyway. hilarious. Mm -hmm. I you know, I the reason why we hammer this home on the podcast so much is because of all the years of all the people that we've dealt with. Yeah. It's just Almost everybody. It's I. Yeah. I, I never Everybody's once off. Never once have I. I, mean, I take that back. It's not true. There's been times where somebody is is mm -hmm. suffering from digestive issues and they're complaining about something, and then I assess and I go, "Oh wow, they're eating a lot of protein." I'm going to have this person scale back. So that is a rare, rare case. But almost always, people are and and people who think they're hitting enough protein are not hitting enough protein. Like not just people who are like, "I'm not sure," or "No, I'm yeah. probably not." 
people who go like, oh yeah, I eat enough protein. Those people are always wrong. Yeah. They always think that it, because in their head, they go, oh, I'm a big meat eater. I eat meat and eggs for breakfast. I have a lunch. I eat meat and I eat dinner again. I eat meat and I eat big servings of the meat. Yeah. That's still not enough for no. people. Anyone who weighs 175, 180 pounds. No, they're eating like more. 75 yeah. grams of protein. Yeah, they're eating like 75 grams of protein right there. What I just And that's good sar- servings of meat on meal two, meal three, and yeah. four eggs, five eggs, six eggs for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. You're still under eating. Well, they're yep. full. So, you know, it just equates to that in their mind that it's probably adequate. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, that this is why you hear us hammer this so much is because it's just, and man, what a quick, easy way to show somebody like, Immediate someone who's already been training and they think they've been dieting. One thing, right. uh, yes, immediate results. Immediate it's, results. It's like the needle. You've been, you've been, you've been hammering away. I was, you know, this is just my my uh, my my mom's uh, husband. We were discussing this, and he's like, he was telling me how consistent he's been. He's like, man, I'm just Adam. I'm not, I'm not getting any stronger in the gym. I'm not building any muscle. And then I, and he's a big dude, right? So he's like two fifty is what he was. He's a big, tall guy. And I started asking him about his protein intake, and he's like. He's probably eating like 50 grams of protein at best a day. And I'm like, how long have you been? He's training five days a week for the last year. Yeah. And it's just not moving anywhere. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, literally. This is the guy just, that adds, he'll add a scoop or two of protein and be like, Whoa. And this is exactly what I said. I said, listen, you're way far from where I want you to be. But all I want you to do right now is literally just add a scoop of protein every single day. And I bet you, you're already going to start to see changes just from that, even though you're still halfway to where I need you to be just getting you to, which by the way too is what reinforces this protein market because people, people take it, they take it. And then also, man, I feel so good when I take it. I build muscle. It's like, well, it's because you were under eating protein. Totally. Next question is from Merritt Larissa. Is it a good idea to do a deloading week after each phase of a workout plan? First, let's talk about what a deload week is. So essentially, a deload week is you go to the gym, you still work out, but everything's like 50%, right? So 50% weight, 50% reps, 50% intensity. It's like it's like going to the gym and doing the easiest workout of all time or not working out at all and maybe just focusing on movement and mobility. Now, here's what's interesting about deload weeks. The data shows that when hard training athletes and people who are strength training, whatever, when they do this, they get more muscle gain during the deload week than they do than they do on the other yeah, weeks. Yeah, They're allowing their body to recover and it, receive all the benefits. I, I I was never, you know, I was always a like, well, I'll take some time off and go easy when I feel like it type of deal. Now I'm I've, I'm slowly becoming a proponent of scheduling deload weeks because yeah. the, I I see these with myself now quite a bit. So now what I do is every Probably every four weeks or so, I do a week of really easy workouts. Not only do I not lose gains, but I kind of start to feel really good. And then when I come back, I'm always improved. And I schedule them because what I've noticed, and this is for me, right? Trainer, fitness podcast host, been doing this forever. I By the time I think I need a deload week, I'm probably two weeks past when I actually needed one. Yeah. So, and if you look at all of the best workout plans that are out there, which are typically the ones that are for strength sports, like powerlifting and Olympic lifting, they all periodize some form of a deload week. They all include some form of a deload week in there. So, Yeah, I think, I mean, the intense 
uh, type programming. I think this like applies the most. If you're going to try and do something like this, where you're really scheduling it in and you're really getting after it. But uh, in terms of like going in between different phases of our workout plans, uh, not, not necessary. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you're doing everything uh, in terms of like the, um, listening to your body, resting adequately in between your, your foundational, uh, workouts and you're, you're, you're doing the things that we, we prescribe in terms of like mobility days and, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, you're sort of like oscillating between those, you know, high intensity, low intensity days. Like it's unnecessary. It's, it's really for the, the people that are like, they're, they're doing a whole lot, uh, and they're usually consistent. too much. They're consistently doing it. They're, they're, they're high intensity, uh, this this makes a massive impact for those kind of people. There's there's uh, I'm really careful about how I answer this question's been out. I've been asked this question a bunch of times, and I'm really careful about how I respond to it because there's obvious value for certain people uh, with this. There's only one person in this room who I think I if I was training any of you who I would ever schedule a deload week, and it's the guy who's obsessed with training all the time and never mm-hmm. misses. Everybody else naturally has a deload week. I know, the rest of us all life happens and we Based actually have a week where we miss field. training. It just yeah. organically happens in yeah. our lives. Sal's the only one that doesn't do that. So I would, if I was training each, every person in this room, he's the only one I would be like, okay, this guy's got a lot on his plate. He's got four kids. He never misses a workout. He's always pushing it hard. Okay, Sal, next month you and I are going to do this. And I would make him. Yeah. Everybody else in here is had enough times in the year where they have- Well, the life makes them have a deal. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, and I think most clients are that mm-hmm. way. So it really does depend on the person that I'm talking to on whether I would schedule something like this. Now, to Justin's point, the way we face MAPS programs, you would never have to do that. You should be able to follow program after program. And maybe you go to a, a program with less volume. Like maybe you could just came out of- maps aesthetic yeah. and so following maps aesthetic up again may make you feel like you need to do low league but if you would have went over to maps performance mm-hmm. or uh symmetry after that like that would naturally reduce the intensity yeah. reduce the volume that would be great for the without any breaks whatsoever so it really really depends on the the client if i would do this and i'm careful about talking about it because i under obviously i understand the science and the and the value of deload weeks for your extreme athletes and people like Sal, but that's a very small this percentage is the of the population. Fanatics. You know, you know which programs yeah. of all of the programs that we have, which programs I think people would benefit from doing a deload week only because the programs I'm about to mention. Well, first off, one of our programs has deload weeks in them. That's Maps Anabolic Advance. Yeah, that program has deload weeks scheduled in, but there's two programs that I think people would benefit from inserting a couple deload weeks. And it's mainly because they're high volume workouts and because the typical consumer that we have that buys them probably is overstepping a bit. Like yeah. I know yeah. when mm-hmm. we get a caller and they're talking to us and we're like, Oh, mm-hmm. you like to overtrain. Oh, you're, and it's like, Oh, get, let me guess what program you're on. Maps aesthetic. Yeah. Or maps or split. yeah. <laughs> so the whole PED for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like map split maps aesthetic psychopath, the people that like to run those consistently, they'll benefit from, from, uh, from deload weeks. But yeah, you're right. I mean, you guys follow programs the way we lay them out. Yeah. And you'll be totally fine. It's all programmed in it's there. baked in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, if you're a coach or a trainer, we have a course. We have a course for you that teaches you how to build your business and become successful. You'll, you will not find a course like this anywhere. This is run by us, taught by us. We have put in there what we have seen makes trainers successful. Go to mindpumpfitnesscoaching.com. Get yourself signed up. Also, you can find us on Instagram. Justin is at mindpumpjustin. I'm at mindpumpdestefano. And Adam is at mindpumpadam. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. 
If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.